We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Hack It Out Golf Podcast time. We're talking first team, uh, first tee jitters. So the eebie-jeebies on the first tee, the wobbly knees, the nerves, the sleepless nights, how to stop them, how to deal with them, what causes them, do who gets them, who doesn't get them. First tee jitters should be a fun episode. Right, Lou and Greg, welcome. First tee jitters. Um, I'm going to guess, okay? So I reckon, Greg, you've had them and have them to a certain extent and possibly enjoy them to a certain extent, which we'll ask in a second, but that's what I'm guessing. Lou, I don't. I reckon you get them subject to who you're playing with, but if you're playing with, like, your group that you're comfortable with, you don't really get them. Would that be fair? Like, if you go, if I go and pop you in a... Pro-Am with Greg and someone else, you'll be a bit jittery on the first. It might not affect your performance, but you'll be feeling it, wouldn't you? Sure. I, I think everybody would, right? When you uh, when you put a little more emphasis on whatever the round is, I, I think that helps to uh, bring the butterflies out and makes you a bit jittery. So, yeah, I, I still get it on occasion. Not, not Plus, I'm, I'm extremely intimidating, Lou. Like if you <laughs> you play are with me, very like intimidating. There's no question. And that's pretty, pretty much what drives it, is I'd be <laughs> intimidated by Greg Chalmers. <laughs> You'd be the first person. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Greg, what about you? You still get them in certain situations? Do you get them in every oh, situation? All, no, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, the job is to manage it. You know, we're going to dive into that a little bit, but yeah, I, I do a lot of things, uh, to make sure, cause I want my nerves to be, or my anxiety or stress, or you want to call it to be about a six out of 10. Yeah. You know, I haven't played very well. If it like practice rounds, it's a, that's zero. And I don't play very well. Sometimes I'm not sharp. I don't know how to pl- put it any other way than that. I'm just not focused. Um, 10 out of 10, I've had those. And, uh, like that would be, you know, what are first 10 out of 10? Go on, 10 out of 10. Let me, let me example, let me, uh, last round of Q school when I was had to get my card my rookie year, yeah, in 1998. Yeah. Um, really big day. And you can really mess up, you know, pathway of your career on that. I've yeah. had that. Um, first T jitters with Tiger. Typically, when you're playing with someone like Tiger, you're playing well. But this was the first tee on Thursday because I was first alternate and I got paired with Tiger because that Craig Stadler pulled out. Yeah. That mm. was pretty intense. 
Um, 17th at Sawgrass, pretty intense, regardless of what time of day or when or where yeah, or how. Yeah. Unless you're running dead last, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Because that so can ruin your whole week if you get it wrong. Get it wrong. So yeah, there's there's a lot you can do though to slow it down. And and it, uh, you know, the first part of it, and we'll get into this, but the first part's just awareness of how you're feeling. Yeah. Um, and and doing things about it but i typically start from the moment i get up you know and and get rolling in the right direction and we can talk about that yeah yeah absolutely first tee jitters for me um if i'm not getting first tee jitters when i used to play golf uh i play golf now but i don't get first tee jitters at all anymore well i uh, the odd occasion which i'll talk about um but i don't get first uh, when i used to get first tee jitters if i didn't get first tee jitters in the times when i was competing then I was questioning why I was even here. Right. Does that make yeah. sense? I wanted yeah. it to matter for me to be nervous. I wanted to be performing in an event in front of whoever enough for me to care how they saw me. And I wanted that to be projected onto me and give me anxiety. And that made me feel hungry for more. So I, like, I enjoyed first tee jitters it was the rounds where i didn't have first tee jitters which if it didn't go my way i was able to just give up so quickly like what am i here for like such a negative from the beginning outset so often when people talk about first tee jitters i think well um isn't that good like that's that's that means you care Mm. what people think often or you care what you're gonna present um which then in turn must mean that you're presenting it to some people that you want to have respect from. Um, isn't that a good thing? Isn't that what makes you practice more? Isn't that what makes you concentrate more? Isn't that what you pick better targets? Like you just think about picking targets. It's such a basic thing that we talk about so much in this pod. Um, if I've got a first tee where everything matters and I'm jittery, like I will be moving much further away from the out of bounds on one side than I would if it was the 18th tee where I know what my shot pattern is for the last three hours and I might just move it in a bit closer and take on more or not. Uh, you know, I, I first tee jitters is everything I wanted when, when I used to play. Um, are there any events that you would peg it up in in the last five years, Greg, that you've played for the last 20 years and you just it's not jittery anymore because it's just like routine? Or have you been able to keep that feeling? No, definitely. No, no, zero times do I ever play professionally for a living because it all matters to me. Yeah. And it's, you're right. You have to buy into the idea that that level of just intensity or anxiety is actually something a little fun yeah. and something that you, you embrace. The, the This matters to me now. And if you achieve something good in that moment and in that day or time period, you're like, oh, wow, that was going to be difficult and I did it. Yeah. All right versus oh no I failed again and and so yes uh, I I've gone all of my career being a pretty twitchy nervy person I've I have I wouldn't say fought it because that's not the right term I've had to manage it all my life yeah yeah interesting and, uh, Lou how do you you you're pretty cool you're saying with first digit as that you're saying you don't really have them that much how are you, how is that happening how's that managing do you not care are you writing it off before you start no, like no, what, no, what I, is I ha- what, how are you doing what you're doing? When when I'm playing, I, you nailed it. You were perfect. You know, depending on who I'm playing with and what it is, I, I'll get them. If I'm just, if it's just a Saturday morning round with the people that I typically play with. Yeah. No, I, I don't, nothing, zero. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. We're, we're, we're shooting the breeze, you know, almost 
right up until the point that the club face makes contact with the ball. So, you know, no issues there. But if I play in an outing or an event, uh, some type of competition, I certainly feel it um, on the first tee. So uh, I just don't play as much of that as Greg does. I would imagine most of what Greg plays is, is an event on the PGA tour, or at least that's been that way for a long time. So he's just in a different environment than I am where I play a more casual golf than I do tournament golf. Yeah. So a a tournament round where you're keeping score, you would feel on the first team edgy. like 100%. Yeah. This, this needs the work. I want to get my handicap. Yeah. I, you know, I played in an outing last week. I got a last minute invite to an outing and um, didn't know any of the people and stepped up at a nice golf course uh, on the first tee box. And, you know, it was a, it was a, a dicey hole over water par three. Um, and I was, you know, I was definitely, definitely nervous yeah. and, and had the, had the first tee jitters. Uh, but you, swing. did you enjoy that? Like you would do that again or did you do it and think, Oh, I don't want that again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I mean, I, I don't mind it. Um, but I worked very hard to control it. Like I knew I expected I was going to be jittery there and I worked, uh, very hard to be, even though the round didn't mean anything, it was just a, a kind of a, 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 an outing raising some money. Um, I, I knew that I would feel jittery and I worked very hard to, uh, control that as much as I possibly could. So it wouldn't impact how I played. Yeah. But my question um, is, did you, did you enjoy it? Or not? Did those, do I enjoy did, it? No. So um, those, did those I... jitters make that round or that first tee more enjoyable or less enjoyable? You know, for me, and this might sound odd, I um, I enjoy whether it's a tournament round or a casual round with my friends. I enjoy playing golf. So, so it didn't I, I want to make it less enjoyable. It doesn't. Though. It doesn't change my level of enjoyment just yeah. because there's something on the line. I love being out there, whether it's completely by myself at twilight on an empty golf course or it's the final round of the club championship and I'm in the last group. Yeah. Like anything in between, I just love being out there and I, my level of enjoyment doesn't change. Yeah. So it didn't make it less enjoyable then, did it? You no. jitters are part of it. and yeah. so Part we, of it. Yeah. yeah. If we talk about who has jitters, just, I mean, I, I would say everyone has jitters subject to what we've just talked about there. Cause I do see some amateurs who struggle and talk about first tee nerves and those kind of things say things and I used to play they would say oh you didn't seem nervous you just whacked it down the middle I wish I could do that and I would think well actually I was nervous but that's just part of my emotional bag that I'm gonna feel today like I was I that I I bring this bag I know it's going to be full sometimes it's going to be half full and it might be near empty sometimes I'm it those parameters are just there um maybe I'm better at hiding it but they were there because I, I feel like they say it like, oh, you don't have jitters. And I think, well, I do. I just it's I'm expecting it. It's part of it because um, you definitely hear you must hear it, Greg, with the people you teach who, you know, they talk to you about how can I conquer the first tee? You know, what can I do to you know get off the first tee better? I get too nervous, those kind of things. Um, everyone gets it, don't they? 
Oh, absolutely. Because um, I, I, think... I reckon Tiger was nervous paying with you. Mm, yeah, I, I don't I... know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking you might hold him up a bit, you know. <laughs> I am I am a very intimidating man, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'd say, uh, yes, the, the first step is like in, in – like being aware of it and when you when it happens. Um, yeah. For a lot of people, it can happen. I always thought nerves and anxiety was like a train going down a track. Once it gets momentum, it's much, much harder to unwind. Yeah, I so that. I start as soon as I sort of get up and sort of give an idea. Like if I was playing a big day and it really mattered to me, I was leading or doing something really cool, late in the day, I would start to do things to try and manage that. And that would be something I do like breathing-wise. I would have my breathing app that I use or whatever to try and control and just slow down. And just control your physiology a little bit, move a little slower. The other biggest thing that I, I had, I chatted to a friend of mine once. He's taught me, he's a good player, and he's like, Hey, I get really nervous, you know. And I said, Really? I said, Just out of interest, how many cups of coffee do you drink? He said, Oh, about four. And I said, That's not helping, <laughs> right? So, four cups of coffee and a couple of donuts yeah. isn't what you want, yeah. you know, before you, before you jump on the tee. Oh, hold so- on there on the donut, pal. Gotta <laughs> 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 get those sugar levels up. It's great. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, and I always tried to work really hard on um, having that, like we spoke in the past, a second serve. Like make that tee shot as easy as possible yeah, if you yeah, can, yeah. if you're really nervous. You yeah. know, get the three wood out or put something down the head. Just because the nerves will slow down, the nerves will get be okay. They might come back up as the depending on how well you do. But you got to get sometimes it's just getting off that first tee and just getting everything started uh, is, is one of the keys. That's a great tip because often for nerves, jitters for people, it's the fear of the unknown. So what as soon as something has happened, it all kind of just maybe comes out of you a little bit more. So the reason you're nervous, so you equate it to going on stage to do a performance, going in front of a group to do a, a speak in front of peers or at work, you have to stand up and do a presentation, whatever it is. It's the fear of the unknown. I hope this goes well. It's all these words. I hope it does what I think it should do. You know what it's going to do if you're well-practiced like Greg is. That's why another reason I think he can handle uh, his jitters. When I was playing, I was well-practiced. I knew that I wasn't going to top it off the first tee. I don't top tee shots. Like, I'm not going to do that. Where... I think amateurs who have this much bigger parameter of shots, I can see why the jitters are there. But if you just try and accept that you might hit a top or you might rip it or do something like Greg's saying that is to put it down there, they'll start to release the more the unknowns disappear because um, it is very much that fear of the unknown. So because my second question, which it leads on to here, Greg, and I know it's something you thought lots about and you work with a, a person, I think, on your mental side and what have you of trying to control your emotions and what have you when you play. Um, I put how to stop them, but I, I'm crossing stop out now and putting how to deal with them because I don't think you will need to stop them. Stop's the wrong word because, mm. as I said earlier, and I think you would agree and Lou does as well, I, I would guess, is that if I didn't have those first team nerves, then, I, then if I'm competing, it doesn't mean enough to me and then I'm not actually competing. It needs to mean for me to compete. So what's yeah. the best way to deal with first teachers? Bearing in mind, we're all going to have them. Yeah. So one of the things that I learned uh, from a, uh, actually a Japanese sort of psychologist, uh, sports psychologist I work with, and he taught me the importance of when you're really challenged to embrace the challenge. And so 
what I say to myself and he taught me was just a thank you. Thank you for this challenge right now. So you'd be grateful for this challenge because anything that's not challenging is actually really boring. Yeah. Uh, typically. So this is a challenge that you face, this first T-shirt. And so you take first step is just recognizing, hey, thanks for this because I really need to see if I can get over this hump today. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. And that can sometimes that can have a really peaceful effect. Right. It can be like. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, rather than, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, don't hit it out of bounds. My friends are all here. The other thing is recognize no one in the group cares what you do. Yeah, You're the only one. Like a lot of people get really into, well, what do they think? Like Lou Plainy's the, the day at the golf club, the outing. And it's like the other people are worried about where they're going to hit their ball, right? <laughs> so they're not worried about what you did. All they care is you do it quickly, yeah. right? Yeah. Typically is my experience. And, and so – you get all into this, oh, what will someone think? And uh, really it's just about getting back to, okay, let's just slow down, walk smoothly and take some deep breaths. And then I, I talk to myself like a football player. And so I talk to myself, come on now, let's go. And, and I try and do something that helps me move better through the ball. So I just think about some simple one cue, not 10, one, that helps me move better through the ball, whether it's speed post impact or uh, power through the ball or, turn hard through the ball, anything to get me keep moving rather than stopping, which is my tendency. So that's the kind of things that I try and tap into. And then if I do a good job, I pat myself on the back and say, yeah. well done, yeah, let's I, go. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I mean, first tee tricks I would use for students, things I use for myself that I like to see students practice if they're struggling with first tees. I loved getting to the first tee and watching at least two groups in front of me go off. Because I love to see, and I'll never forget a certain example. It was at San Pierre, a great course. It was a, a decent event. There's a range on the right of the first hole, which you can hit it into, like in the range of the first in the event. It's not what you want to do. It's embarrassing, and it's free off the tee. And it's a par five, so it's a hole you're like, you want to get a good go, a good start on it. Um, and I'm watching, so they're playing in free, so I get to watch six, a minimum of six tee shots. A, I, I don't like being late, so I like being early, so I'm not missing tee times. So that helps me control jitters. B, I get to watch six tee shots at least. And this tee shot was so funny because these guys were hitting it down the middle of the fairway and the wind was heavy off the left, but you didn't feel it because the first is lower. And as soon as he got up the trees, so out of the six people, three of them made it out of bounds. And I knew the players, they were decent players, and it was purely because they just were not reading how strong that wind was when it got up there it was comedy how quickly it moved it and i'll never forget that t-shirt i hit it left a bit behind the trees on the left i had to shake my second which was a bit annoying i just was not in out of bounds if i hadn't watched those t-shots i would have also aimed up the middle anything out the heel would have just weakly cut towards if not gone out of bounds so another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Getting people to watch first tee shots. And if you think about that with a group of amateurs at an event, it's good because if you get to watch six or nine tee shots, You'll see a guy maybe top it that you're scared of doing it, fin it 100 yards along the floor that you might do but in play, hit a big mm -hmm. slice and it hits a bunch of trees after play a provisional. And it, that sometimes makes you feel a bit more relaxed that you're seeing other people do the mistakes that, that you make. Um, so getting to watch 
shots off the first tee I used to do or get students to do. And they definitely came back to me and said, no, that really helped me see, you know, the people miffed, miffed, it, uh, miffed it in the... Missed it in the right-hand rough, um, and they were looking for their ball for ages. I didn't realise the rough was that tough down there today, so I just aimed further left because people who hit left seem to find their ball more. You just you pick up some tricks at courses, and even your course, you haven't been there. You know, you, you're not playing it uh, week in, week out. Other thing I got them to do was do range shapes. So if you're going to hit X-Club mm. off the first tee, just play that shot a number of times on the range, 10 times, 12 times, and watch what your average shape and miss is and just make sure you work that into where the trouble is on the first. You know, I, I, you've, I'm sure you've got on ranges. I've woken up in the morning and I'm hitting straight, straight, 20-yard draw. Oh, I wasn't doing that last week. When I played, I was hitting straight, straight, five-yard cut. So if that's what's coming out of the out of the uh, roulette wheel this morning, I'm just going to play it because I haven't got time yeah, to don't fight it. fix or anything. I'm just going to move accordingly. Um, and then the last thing was being prepared. The other thing that really causes anxiety for people, they're not prepared, they're not warmed up. They don't hit a range if they got chance before. They're all a bit like they don't. They have an opportunity to go to range in the week to do some shape watching, and they don't do it. And then they get on the first tee and wonder why it all goes to pot. Um, it's one out of the x amount of shots you're going to hit in the next amount of times. Trying to up the odds of that one shot in the hundred that you might hit that week is going to come from a little bit of preparation a bit of knowledge really i think so there's some of the tricks i would get for people to do first tee jitter calming activities with lou what you got any what how do they sound to you would they work or you got any little first tee tricks so what do you what do you, what if uh, a 90 yard block comes out of the old roulette wheel yeah you, well you on the range i wouldn't enter <laughs> that's how i would get rid of uh, my I've first done I've, I've done it, I've done it <laughs> i just everywhere. wouldn't enter <laughs> So I want to I want to kind of define some of this stuff without getting too deep because I, I would love to have him on the pod at some point. But I went through a certification program with a sports neuroscientist. His name is Dr. Rizzi Justice. And uh, I did some really deep diving on the neuroscience and how our brain is working as it relates to performance. And, you know, what we're talking about here around around jitters and, and nervousness, et cetera is um, you know, neurologically, we would classify that as having high frequency brain waves. And I know Greg has a device that he uses called the focus band that's really centered around trying to get to lower frequency brain wave. And that is where um, you drastically increase the chances of performing to your potential when you get to lower frequency brain waves. When you have high frequency waves, when you're nervous, when you're jittery, when you're anxious, when you're scared, when you're angry, you know, all of those emotions that we've, we can label, um, your brainwave frequencies get high and it makes it challenging to execute the golf swing for a number of reasons. It causes a couple of problems and, and just to briefly go through what they are, it causes sequencing to be off. So your ability to hit a golf shot exists exclusively in your head, in your brain. There's no such thing as muscle memory. Muscles do not have the ability to store or retain information. So those that very complex set of instructions needs to be delivered to your muscles so your muscles execute those instructions. And when you get in a high-frequency mode, when you get scared, when you get nervous, the ability for those instructions to get where they need to go, and this is going to oversimplify things a bit, uh, they travel down neural pathways, which, which are roads that go through your body. And those instructions have to travel down those roads. And when you get into high frequency, those roads get, uh, they get clogged with some traffic is a way to think of it. 
And, and to really oversimplify, say there's one bit of info that needs to get to your left wrist so that at impact, your left wrist is in one degree flexion at impact. Well, it runs into a traffic jam in your lead arm and it gets there a little bit late. And instead of it being one degree flexion at impact, it's it's one degree of extension. Well, that changes the club, club face significantly. So being in high frequency causes that. The second thing that it does is it causes your uh, ability to feel force correctly. It causes that to be off. Uh, and if you've ever been nervous out on the golf course and your arms start to feel heavy or your hands start to feel heavy, that is your brain having difficulty uh, being able to feel force correctly. And so if you've ever you know hit a wedge shot where you thought it was absolutely perfect, you know, perfect distance, perfect swing, perfect contact, there's no elevation change, there's no wind, and it falls out of the air 20 yards short or it goes 20 yards long, that could be your ability to feel force was off. So if your stock wedge swing is 83 miles per hour, maybe that one was 88 or maybe it was 78, and you just really couldn't tell. It felt like a perfect stock swing. Or if you have a 30-foot putt and you jam it nine feet by, um, your ability to feel force and get that speed control. And then the last thing that it does is it impacts your ability to hold a target. And that's very important in golf because uh, in most other sports, you are looking at your target the whole time. In golf, except for very short putts, you take one last look, your brain needs to hold spatially where that target is. And if your brain shifts the target uh, because you're nervous, you're scared, you're anxious, whatever the case may be, you're in high frequency, if your brain shifts the target, oftentimes when you see players get in pressure situations and hit big blocks or big pulls, it's not a swing-related thing. It's the target could have adjusted because their brain had a very challenging time holding where that target was, and their body is simply reacting to, hey, that target's really 20 yards right of, of where, my, you know, where, where I looked at last, and the brain thinks it's over there and your body's reacting to that. So all of these things uh, are high-frequency brain waves, and a lot of the techniques that you're going to to uh, to apply are some of the things that Greg has mentioned today a bit. It's things we've talked a bit about in the past. Breathing is extremely important for people. You can do other things like focusing on things around you very intently, and there's many other techniques you can you can do with the the sole intention of lowering your brainwave frequency. So I, I know I just said a whole lot of words there for the last four minutes. Um, <laughs> I would love to hear Greg talk about focus band and what he does with that, because I've never had one in my hands, but from what I understand, that is really the, the uh, you know, the, the, what that product is trying to drive home is, is measuring that brainwave frequency and getting you into the right state. Yeah, so they they uh, they teach a state of what they call motion, which is the Japanese term for, I guess, nothingness, which is thinking about really just it be, thinking about nothing, um, and which is a wonderful state to to live your life in. To be honest, <laughs> right. um, yeah. it really is nice. Um, and I use it just at home and and on the range and on the course for trying to achieve that. And I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not great at it. Like it's hard. And you can change the levels on it to make sure it's it's doable and attainable i've found the more i concentrate on my breathing technique and actually relaxing you got to relax a lot like your face we hold a lot of tension where we hold tension in our bodies um when i do it right though uh speed goes up i'm more relaxed like there's a lot of cool things that happen when i get it right it never guarantees a great shot it just guarantees 
a really nice feeling um, through through the ball. It's very free um, in my in my sort of experience, and uh, I, I'm using it. I use it usually before I play. If I'm really amped up, I'll go into the locker room and put it on for ten minutes and kind of meditate with it on and try and see. And sometimes I never even get to the state that you really want to get to. It's just it, at least it's one ladder, one notch down on the on the ladder in intention as I walk out. So um, because I might have been too amped up, so. It's it it is a really good tool. I've used it uh, for a number of years. Jason Day used it for a number of years. So did, uh, I believe Rosie, Justin Rose, is using it quite extensively right now um, to try and help you know stay. And you see how Jason Day moves into the ball, how soft he looks, and it's it looks slow. Yeah. But it's really it's really just a, a nice awareness of taking each step and being really present. And you know we're getting more into the technique side of things in terms of how to manage yourself. But it's it's definitely. Um, yeah, I've definitely found it very, very cool and advantageous and a nice place to play the game in. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. You know, I think you, you brought up meditation there. And I, and that's one of the things that, that I've learned is extremely important. And uh, if you've ever gone through a guided meditation, I use an app called Headspace. I've had it for years and I, and I use that. And, and they, there's a series of, of guided meditations you can choose from. Um, and the more you do it, like anything else, it's a skill that you can develop. And essentially when you can, when you can take thoughts and you can remove them or when they do creep in, um, if you're doing a guided meditation and focused on your breathing and maybe some counting in there and you have a thought that comes into your head, whatever it's about dinner tonight, what you're doing this weekend, you let it, let it go. And then you get back to what you're focused on. The more you, uh, practice meditation, the more likely you are to not have those thoughts creep in, you'll, you'll get better at it, like yeah. any other skill that you work at. And that's important. And, you know, if I'm playing a big event, one of the things I do on the way to the golf course is I'll listen to a guided meditation on, on the way to the golf course. Um, or when I get to the depending on, you know, on how I'm getting there, what the case might be. Um, I'll do it when I get to the course, I'll just stay in my car for 10 minutes and I'll just listen to one or I'll bring earbuds with me and I'll sit down like at the range or on the range and I'll go through one before my round really to, to try to get myself into that state where it's going to optimize performance. Um, and I cannot wait to start using focus band, um, and I'm going to, you know, I work with a college team now and I am very, very likely going to start doing some testing with the college team where, you know, we, we have it on them and we have them hitting some shots and we'll get them into certain states um, and we will measure the outcome on track man or quad. And if we're on the golf course, I'll bring quad out there with me and we'll, we'll plop it down. And I want to start to measure their performance based on what their what their state is um mostly to help them out and, and show them how important it is um greg i'm sure you've been in the zone many times um and when you get in the zone what does it feel like uh just uh, hard to explain just freedom hard yeah. to, is it fast or slow uh, it's slow yeah, it's really it's slow. slow. It's right? peaceful. It's 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 kind of just like yeah. you just feel like you know what's going to happen. Exactly um, right, and that's that's good. And, and I don't, uh, I didn't mean to lead the witness there. But you know, you know, what everyone, no, you're right. Everyone no, would no. say he was in yeah, the yeah, zone yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no, no, but I live in the zone, Lou. What are you talking about? Yeah, um, no doubt, yeah. man. <laughs> I would say 
also it is there's less judging. So right. when when you're in when you're in a state that you you like to play golf in that's a high level, it's it's when you have a bad thought, you don't jump on it. You you let it go, and that's kind of what you're talking about with headspace. It, you got to treat bad thoughts. Everyone has them. Just let them be cars going down a road. Just let them go and get back to what you want to do, which is breathe, hit your shot, speed past the ball, whatever it is you need to key into. That's that's kind of what the world you need to live into. Um, it is. It's a skill. You can practice it. No yeah. question. Yeah, for it's sure. De- it's definitely a skill. Uh, I mean, we, we're definitely talking a little bit above what most people would relate to first team jitters there to a certain extent. So that's much like what you're talking about there is much more like most people aren't going to practice that skill. Are they? That That's the um, problem. They, they won't, but you know, if they, if they want to improve um, working on your mental game is as important as every other part of your game. Um, yeah, but and, some people don't know, want to improve, Lou. That's the point. If they don't want to improve, then some they're not going to go to the range. Feel, not, no, but some people just, just want to feel a little less nervous on the first tee. They don't want to improve. They're happy being 12, 15, 10, 5, 20. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're more, they just want to be able to get to the first tee and feel a little bit more relaxed or not yeah. let it ruin their day. So my question to you at the start was like, you know, does it ruin your day or not? There are some people where it ruins their day. There's, it like it, it 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 makes their day less enjoyable when those nerves are there. Um, uh, Just on that too, Mark. Don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. But I will say, I found in my life, the more you do it, the they die down. Yeah, yeah, hundred like percent. I, I always found the first event of the season was really hard. And a week or two later, I'm like, oh, I feel okay now. I'm nervous, but yeah. I'm not like out of control. Yeah. They do die right. down how, the more you do it. Yeah. How was yeah. your How was your first tee shot on your second round at Augusta? I'm not trying to be funny, but the first <laughs> round at I'm really I'm not trying to be funny, but for those that don't know the story, the first round at Augusta when Greg first played there back in 2001, I think it was, he hit somebody uh, with his opening tee shot, and then. He hit somebody with his next shot. Um, but anyway, it's a great story. It's one of my favorites. Um, how did you approach round two, like on the first tee? Like, oh, like if I was, a, I, was pro- I was probably a 10 out of 10 in terms of nerves on the yeah. first day, and the next day I was probably a nice five or six. I was fine. Yeah. You was were fine. fine the next day. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fear fine. of the unknown's gone, isn't it? He's killed I've someone. Already, so I've already you can't get any worse. You've already <laughs> killed one man. <laughs> what, am I going to hit three people on this one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ready at two. <laughs> we know it bounces off the people now. Is this the trees to worry about? <laughs> oh, just to lead on to, the, on to the final point there, and this is something I would relate to myself, and I've definitely seen this with people, which is my point there, Lou, about people. some people don't want to improve. Um, you know, because you know, your average amateur golf is not going to be using focus band or turning up and taking 10 minutes in their car doing the meditation to get ready you know, because that's just they'd, they'd rather not play golf than do that. Some people, you know, I would say most golfers, um, apart from your ones who are competitive and want to get really better. Has anyone seen the, <laughs> the when you were talking about getting in, <laughs> arriving in your car and doing it? Have you not seen The Office where Jim and Dwight go out on a sales call and they get to, no, <laughs> and Dwight gets on. in the car and he just whacks up the music and it's like pumping himself. <laughs> Maybe I'm like lose doing that. <laughs> a little bit. But but I can't think of it. so. Well, at the start of the pod, I mentioned I don't get nervous first team nerves anymore. And the only time I can think of first team nerves in recent years is when I've played with tour pros. And the reason I've got nervous is I don't want this to end in five holes because I want to create a bit of entertainment that people watch. 
Um, I want it to go seven holes. I want to lose two and one, three and two. I want to halve a hole, win a few holes. I don't just want it to be a whitewash. So there's a little bit of nervous there. Um, and and when I think about myself now, and I know other students and people listening to this will feel this, um, I can't think of anything worse than having first tee nerves now. So people ask me, oh, why don't you know, would you want to compete again? And I think, no. I, I don't want to be nervous on the first tee. It's just boring and rubbish. I've done that. It was fun while I did it, but I, I don't want that now. I play golf twice a month. Um, I, we go to places around the world that are nice. I play with a friend and I just want to go and have a laugh. It's the last thing I want to do is feel nervous. So for some people, if first tee nerves is something that is just paralysing you, making you not enjoy it a bit more, you need to kind of maybe flip the goalposts, uh, that's something I did. It's not about competing. The competing, like, if you were to say to me, do you want, I, I, if I wanted to compete again, I would want first team jitters. I, I want them like I did, but mm. I don't compete anymore. The thought of competing to me is like, I, I wouldn't enjoy it. So why mm. would I want to manage any of those things? So sometimes managing first team jitters, for some people, it might be that you're just in the wrong environment too often maybe put yourself in a better environment. So it might even be, we're doing it more. I totally agree, Greg. I, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, I didn't feel first tee jitters That's in a monthly medal yes. when I was competing because I played in a million monthly medals and it didn't matter. Um, but I wanted to play in the British boys as much as often and the Caris and the English amateur and the British amateur where the jitters were a bit higher and the more you play in them just to bring them under control, practice, learn to get better. But for some people, it's, you can you can take the jitters away by changing how much you care. Maybe care about, find other things that give you your enjoyment. So I care about where I play, where in the world I go to play. That give me. That's what I'm worried about more, rather than getting on the first tee and thinking I want to put a band on me head and practice doing that. Like I, I get where that has its its purpose and it's great. And if that's a, you know, if you want to control your jitters and get your highest performance, I totally agree with that. But I think for your average golfer, they just want to really work out where the fun is and isn't. And sometimes I do see amateur golfers in this country. I think it's slightly different over there, but in this country get a bit stuck in the weekly competitions. Do you know what I mean? We have weekly competitions that are yeah, run club yeah, run yeah. and people are nervous in them and I see them just banging their head against the brick wall every week and I just think, well, well why don't you just play with your mates on a Thursday, run your own little competition. It is supposed to be fun, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is a game. It's supposed to be fun. You could always... Sorry, mate. You could always do what my dad does, and every warm up includes at least two beers. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that really first tee jitters. <laughs> Swing juice. First tee jitters for the people on the hole four yeah. and six Swing each juice. side of the first, but yeah. not for your dad. Yeah. They're worried. He's fine. <laughs> and, and Greg, you you said that uh, you know people typically they don't care. Uh, other people don't care about your game and how you play, um, except for me. Like if you play with me, I'm I'm paying attention. You can't turn off the staff. <laughs> yeah, you'd be I you are annoying. Track of everything, man. <laughs> yes, there's no question. You're a two percent chance to get up and down from there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, correct. Exactly. You can't so, turn off the stat hole. You can't turn it off. I'd like, like to sometimes. It's like one of those energizer bunnies. Just can't turn him off. Great. <laughs> There you go. First tee jitters. Is it something Wait, that you... Will you boys be nervous when you play with me? I was, was going to ask the same question. I would be Ooh. nervous to play with you, Lou. I'd be nervous for you. 
<laughs> You've been nervous for me. How would you be nervous for me? I, I don't have anything to live up to. I well, would be nervous. Mark is going to film it all for yeah, a start. Exactly. There's one. Yeah. And I'm going to give you plenty of jip as we film it. Oh, I can give it back. Like, I, you I, can't you, when I, I'm editing it. You can't. Listen. <laughs> I will make you cry. Yeah. Oh, you you do not know what's coming for you, sir, if that's what you think. Uh, that's great. We we need to make this happen. We yeah. need to make this happen. Because I like I like my chances to to probably beat both of you guys just straight up. Yeah, if, I if think I'm being, yeah. if I'm being uh, honest. I, I'm up for that. And I, I would like to see you beat me and Greg. Straight. Can I we don't play think the it's 6, thousand, six thousand yeah. guarantees? I, I certainly, yeah. it won't be hard to beat me straight up. So I'm happy for you to do that. I, I don't have uh, first tee jitters anymore, Lou. So. I don't think. I, I think we would, Mark. You and I would have to play together as a team against Greg as an individual. No, no, I'm taking Greg down. I'm taking. There's him down. no way. There's zero chance. I've got tour player scalps. Do you need me to name the tour players? I'm yeah. either half like, or B. I mean, I can I can do it if you want. No, that, yeah. that's because you edited it that way. I don't. No, 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 no. You asked them. Well, Fake you won't, news. You don't ask them. They block me now, so they probably won't even respond. But there's a list. I have Slade tour players, Lou. Yeah. It's on yeah. YouTube. European tour winners slayed. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start my don't care campaign. So I'll be like, oh, I don't care who wins, I don't care. It doesn't matter if I lose. But if I win, yeah. then it'll be oh, yeah, the biggest world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the fifth major. Yeah, that's the best way to deal with first tee nerves is don't care. And then when you win, do care enough to give it yeah. out. That's how you always win. Um, yeah. First tee jitters, there you go. Do you suffer from them or not? Has it made you stop playing? Has it made you practice harder? That's what I like to see from first tee jitters. People who really handle first tee jitters worse is it made them want to be better. It made them want to practice their breathing. It made them want to go to the range more. It made them want to conquer their emotions. And then uh, other people just live with them. And some people, it was too much, and they turn them off and they go and play with their mates in the sun in something else and find the enjoyment another way. There's plenty of ways to find enjoyment in this great game. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Lou and Greg, as always. Uh, we'll look forward to chatting to you in the next podcast. And uh, have a great week. 